Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 45 of the IT Career Energizer, a weekly podcast where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants and experts from around the world. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And remember to subscribe to get new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Christian Poster. Christian is a Chief Architect of Cloud Applications at Red Hat and is well known in the community for being an author, frequent blogger, speaker, open source enthusiast and committer on various open source projects. Christian has spent time at web-scale companies and now helps companies create and deploy large-scale resilient distributed architectures, many of what we now call microservices. He enjoys mentoring, training and leading teams to be successful with distributed systems concepts, microservices, DevOps, and cloud-native application design. So Christian, can I ask you to expand on that summary and tell us a little bit more about yourself? <laughs> I'll be happy to. That's, that was pretty expansive, though. That was a mouthful. <laughs> um, so I guess what I do, my day, day-to-day job, is I... Um, I travel to, I work for a company called Red Hat. We're a software, open source software company. And I travel to our, our customers and I, and I help them build applications, build, um, build for the cloud. Um, the, the, the cloud is here and it's here to stay and people are, are moving their applications to the cloud and there are, you know, b- building for that environment is a little bit different than actually quite a bit different from the way we've done in the past and uh, and so that's kind of where my background is and and how I help how I help our our customers when i hear red hat i immediately think of security yeah security so we're we're an open source company we build our products from um from, from the innovations that we drive in the open source communities and we support them in a long-term uh, supportable uh, kind of way. And, and what we do is we get deeply involved with these communities, whether it's, um, you know, from, from Linux, the heritage of the, of the, of the company to the, the vanguard of the of technology movement today, things like Docker and Kubernetes and, networking and these and security you know the 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 things that enterprises if they're going to build on top of they're going to care about and that's that's where red hat brings the um the expertise to to make open source work in an enterprise environment so you're really on the front line or or the edge of innovation in technology yeah, absolutely. And I think every company needs to figure out a way to be innovative. And luckily, our, uh, our, our, our core founding and, and the heritage of, of the company is in open source, which is um, sort of leading the, the innovation field. And, 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 and it's, it's interesting 
because people can just go out and try to do whatever they want, right? They don't have to ask for permission and, um, and they, they can just try to see if an idea works. And that's, that's kind of how innovation takes, takes place. It, you don't really know. You just go off and try a bunch of things and eventually you get to hopefully get to something that, uh, that's, that delivers some kind of value. Yep. Christian, can you share a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know if they, I, I don't know if they don't, right? They'll have to decide that. But um, one thing that I've found useful to, to think about technology and a career in IT is it's less about, I mean, people with 10 years, 20 years, lots of experience doing all kinds of various things. Um, it's, it, to me, it's been less about what are the things that I know and because technology changes so quickly, right? There's always something new. Um, but I think working on the skill of being able to learn has been, has been the, the important part of at least my journey to be able to learn, to be able to pick up new things, um, that, that to me has been the important thing, not, well, what, what have I learned or what have I learned today? Although that is important, but you know, just the ability to, to learn and, and, and not be afraid to introduce new concepts, new technologies, and to question the way you did things in the past and just continually learn. Yeah. In terms of the way you go about doing that, do you have any particular techniques or advice that people could potentially follow? Yeah, I, I think what what I've done in the past is so the, I guess there's a couple different approaches. One is you know pick the easy things, pick the starting points, and sort of move up. I have um, my I guess the approach that I've taken is find the hardest thing and struggle through that, and maybe learn a little bit uh, about the hardest thing, and then work back from there. Um, so I guess it's 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 a bit it's a bit harder that way but it challenges you right it forces you to um and engage deeper than uh, than maybe just learning the easy the easy stuff christian can you tell us about your worst it career moment and what you learned from that experience yeah so i was i joined a a small open source company before red hat named fusource and I joined as a as a consultant around a handful of open source projects, um, and the 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 company sold support and training and consulting services to to enterprise to help them be successful. I went into a so this was I don't know maybe a month or so into my into my um, career there. And I, I was asked to go to a client, which seemed fair. That was my job and to, to, to work on, on these particular, um, software projects. And when I got there, it was immediate to me that a client knew way more about these open source projects. Cause they're open source. Anybody can go look at them, contribute to them way more about these projects and have, have, had been using it for a year and a half was deep in the code and you know just i i felt like well this, well this person obviously knows way more than me why why am i here um and the the worst part of that was it, that that person was very 
understanding, which was great. That was, that was awesome. They were understanding. They were patient with me. Um, because, you know, part of the, part of the value, it wasn't just the consultant or whoever's on ground, on the ground, but being able to, um, work with the, you know, the people in support, people in engineering, the people who wrote the projects, you know, have access to those people as well. So there was, there was still some, some value to be had there. And he was very patient with me. And I appreciated that. Um, but the worst part was since he was so far ahead of me and since he knew way more about these projects than I did, I'd, I had a very difficult time even understanding what he was asking me to be able to relay back to support and engineering and, and the other consultants and so on. And this was, this was a really hard time for me because I felt very, you know, I took very seriously the role of being a consultant. I was one of, you know, about eight different consultants and they were all absolute rock stars and stand out, um, and, and, and still are. Um, and so that was, that was pretty, that was pretty, uh, hard for me to go into this, into this serious situation and, not not be able to provide value, not be able to help, and not and and I was only there for a week or so, um, having a short amount of time to even try to figure out how to how how how, how can I help. Uh, so that was pretty hard. So, what in particular did you learn from that? I learned, uh, um, you know, this was this was actually a big uh, point in my in my career because I contributed to open source a little bit in the past. Um, and I'd been interested in, in open source communities and so on, but that experience, um, I was very uncomfortable, very almost ashamed that, that, that had could happen. And, and I let, and I, I you know, it was, I, I took full blame for that. Um, and, and from there I just started, you know, I, I did what I, what I said earlier, I figured, okay, what's the hardest part? What is the hardest project? What is the hardest sub project inside of that project? I'm going to go work on, on that and try to make sure that this never happens again. Um, and from there, I became involved in some open source projects, became committers and contributors to those projects. And next time I saw that, that company, I, I was able to help them a little bit. Can you now maybe take us to your career highlight or greatest success and tell us about that? Yeah. Um, I think part of... So one of the things that I've, you know, I, I've always wanted to learn, and I absolutely encourage people to look at it through that, not what, not what you know, but, but, but your ability to learn. That's one thing. The second is um, not, to, not, not to get too comfortable. I've noticed when I've gotten too comfortable that I've sort of prodded myself to, to leave and, and to find more challenging work. But as part of um, joining uh, for the, the company I mentioned, FuseSource, um, my, my goals after a little while became, Hey, I want to, um, I want to become a committer on some of these open source projects and actually contribute and be part of a community. I want to, uh, speak. I, I'm, I was, and still am kind of quiet, um, tend to be on the more of the shy side. Um, but I, and, and the idea of getting up in front of a crowd at a conference terrified me. And I thought that, you know, that would be a good, a good 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 challenge um and then and then the third thing was to do do some public writing or author a book or contribute to a book or or something like that so i think all three of those things um you know it it absolutely took time it took it took a lot of hard work not surprisingly um but but I, i accomplished all three of those so i would say become a committer write a book 
and speak at conferences, all, all three of those would be um, sort of challenges that I, that I was able to meet and were, would, would be career highlights. Yes, definitely. Sound like significant successes. So what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? That's a good, that's a, I, th- I think a couple of things. One, the first thing is probably the cliche one. <laughs> IT keeps changing. It keeps, at least for me, becoming more and more interesting. There's always new things to learn. Um, but even more, you know, economical one is that IT is becoming the way companies differentiate themselves. Their, their ability to compete is, it has become, um, and is continuing to become, uh, rooted in their ability to be very good at, at IT and building new software systems and connecting with customers and understanding feedback, collecting data, interpreting the data, all, all of these things. Um, so not just that IT keeps changing and as a, as a, as a geek, you could say, um, staying interested in that, but the companies and, and how they're going to continue to compete and make money, they're turning to IT and leveraging IT a lot more. Um, so uh, from a ca- career perspective, uh, being able to be financially successful um, and do, do what you love, I think that it's, it, it's, it's a great, great uh, opportunity in IT. We're going to go into the reveal rounds now. Are you ready for this? I, I will see. I think so. <laughs> okay. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Actually, it was back in the 90s when I uh, when, when websites and HTML came out, and I thought, oh, what's this? Let me try this. Um, and it, it, it seemed pretty creative, the idea of being able to create something from random scratches on the keyboard or like ones and zeros was, was pretty intriguing. What is the best career advice you've ever received? I think it is to, if you wake up in the morning and you care more about making money or closing a deal or being coin operated than going to sales, if you wake up in the morning and you feel like you want to be challenged by technology, you want to solve hard problems, then stay in technology. So I've I've not been interested in going into sales. (laughs) If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Um, I think I would, I, I would do the same thing I did. I think, but I would pick. You know, what are, what are the hard emerging, what are, what are the uh, difficult um, technology areas? And I would think things like um, artificial intelligence, blockchain. Um, you know, these these emerging technology areas uh, I would I would focus on those and try to even if I even if I learn just a small small percentage of anything I think that would that would be very useful and and I'd learn something what career objectives are you currently focusing on um, I would think I, w- I, I would say you know continuing to learn there's lots and lots of new stuff to learn um, but I, I really enjoy my my, my day job of Helping companies. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds silly, but it's not just because companies are made up of people, um, and I like helping people. And uh, so, so meeting with with these different organizations or different IT groups um, who are looking to 
t- um, bridle some of that technology and and make themselves useful inside of their organization. I I I'm, I'm focusing on the best way to communicate and to scale, uh, helping help you know the training ideas, uh, making simplifying things. Those, those those sort of things for for our customers, for Red Hat's customers, or, or the folks that I work with. Really, I don't look at them as customers. I look at them as people that I can that I can help. What's the number one non technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? It was a challenge. It was definitely a big challenge. Um, even today, when I go up in front of a crowd, it's you, you get butterflies. But um, pushing myself to do public speaking, I think that's that's been uh, the number one skill that that has absolutely helped me christian can you share a parting piece of career advice with the it career energizer audience yeah i think you know maybe maybe 20 years ago this would have been a lot harder but today there's just so much access to um to uh, technology um technology is free as a developer for example you can learn Java, JavaScript, Golang, or, and these are all free. You can go online. There's so many resources. Get involved in open source communities. The single, well, another big thing that is, that has absolutely helped my career is getting involved in open source communities, meeting these the people that work in open source are some of the smartest people in the world. And, and I would say they're, although there are some horror stories, I, I would say on balance, they're, they're almost all really, really nice. And they, they want to cultivate and get people in and 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 allow them to help and so on. So I think getting involved in open source um, and taking advantage of all the the quote unquote free resources that we have on the internet to learn technology. I think those are those are you, you got to do that. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and potentially connect with you? Yeah, I would say I, I blog regularly. Um, blog.christianposta.com and I follow uh, technology trends and so on on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Christian Posta. And I, you know, feel free to reach out to me anytime. That's probably Twitter's probably the best way. And I, I try to stay engaged and, and respond to anybody or everybody that, that reaches out. So, Christian, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Phil. It's been my pleasure. My thanks to Christian for sharing his advice and experience in today's show. You can find full show notes at itcareerenergizer.com slash e45. In the next episode, I'll be talking with Phil Hack of GitHub. To get this and future episodes automatically downloaded and available to play, simply subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever streaming service you're using to listen. And remember... If you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.